You're listening to Great Mother Speaks. Great Mother Speaks. I am child of the Great Mother Father God. A divine child of the Great Mother Father God. Hi, I'm Tammy Taylor, your manifestation muse. Welcome to Great Mother Speaks, where we affirm our divinity identity, where we know that we are dearly loved divine children of the Great Mother Father God, who are never judged condemned or left alone. There are consequences, you know, there are consequences for our actions, but there's never any judgment or condemnation. That is such an integral distinction of this channel. The consciousness that is being streamed is to assist us with that very distinction. We are never judged or condemned because we incarnate in order to evolve. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And so we incarnate into the physical form, dense matter, in order to slow down the high frequency of our energies that does not hold such dense energy. And so when we drop this physical body, it drops to the ground, right? And, and we continue on, right? And we continue to live. I think that most people on the planet kind of understand that now. Great Mother Speaks. I am Great Mother, Holy Spirit, Yin, Divine Mother, Cosmic Moon, Deep Space, the Moon, Dark Matter, the Void, the Black Hole, Atar, Isis, Diana, Mami, Ishtar, Kali, Mammy, and Mother Mary. So if we were willing to invest the same amount of energy that we invest into these conspiracies and paranoia into our divinity, which perceives everything as an opportunity to be happy, healthy, and whole, we would experience more happiness, more health, more wholeness. But the energy exchange for that in real, dense, physical, fundamental, materialized reality is self-love. We don't get to talk about it. We gets to be about it. (laughs) Point blank and the period. We've got to see that For so many of us, if we saw all these conspiracies, if we could see all these conspiracies and paranoid ideas, distrust of one another, all of this, if we could see all these conspiracies, and what's the conspiracy against our happiness, our health, and our wholeness? That's the conspiracy broken down to its core, most base, fundamental, dense level of comprehension. Conspiracy is anything that is against our divinity. And what is our divinity? Being dearly loved divine children of the great mother, father, God who are never judged, condemned, or left alone. Well, we're living from this perspective, knowing that 
Because of that, we have a birthright, therefore, to be happy, healthy, and whole. That doesn't mean that we have to choose it. That doesn't mean that we're willing to do the energy exchange, the karma that's required to exchange that in this dense physical realm. This is a dense physical realm that we live in. And in order to live here, there's always an energy exchange. And so all of these apps these applications, how we apply our wisdom in life. You know, how we're living our life, whatever choices we're making, they all have cost. You know, they all have an energy exchange for what we're investing in that energy, in that thought, in that practice. And I've been posting a lot about the Mars retrograde on my social media on Great Mother Speaks and... Um, Instagram, you know, Great Mother Speaks. And I have been suggesting the burning of a candle, Agni in Hindi, is fire. And that fire is the gut chakra, where our gut is, okay, our intestines, where we process our nutrients. Energetically, that is the dense form of digestion and the separation of what is healing and what is toxic and what can be used. And that chemistry, that calculus for the hormonal system to transfer where it needs to go in the most harmonious, balanced way. And this is below and as above Mars and even above Mars, that inspiration for life that is active, that fulfills the impetus of the inspiration. That's great mother energy. The inspiration, great father energy, is the aspiration, the aspiring toward that inspiration, and thereby the balance, the completion of the circle, that closing of that energy that allows us to heal, become whole again, and spiral again through the DNA, RNA, into our ever-evolving experiences to once again be inspired and projected through Saturn into this realm of material form. It goes through the barricades and sifts its energy from all of those cycles of evolution and experience and balancing and rebalancing and imbalancing to filter through a specific DNA based on the positioning of the planets at the time, moment, and location on Earth that soul manifests once again as. So when we talk about Great Mother, Father, God expressing themselves through us as us, that is literal. That is literal. That is not figurative when we are able to access 
not fully see because the physical body can never fully see. We do have a back of the head. And that is also literal, okay? Meaning we'll never fully see, fully see above. However, we can access it at any given time, space, moment, in this dense atmosphere, we so desire through our practice that aligns with that desire. See, there is an energy exchange for every desire, for every inspiration. There is a cost for fulfilling that aspiration and there is a cost for not fulfilling it, which is where the above access point of that interpretation is free will. Gut chakra once again, Martian energy. We have the birthright to choose our perspective in that experience. Am I aspiring toward what my soul is wanting me to do but my physical, material, egoic self cannot allow myself to let this thing go, to grieve it, which is what the Great Mother Speaks Oracle deck is all about. It is a grieving tool because Great Mother is always, infinitely and eternally, ejecting inspiration a continual font of love. And love is a verb. Great Mother Energy is yin energy, but it is passively active in the birthing of inspired consciousness. And so how we aspire toward that, how we do that, is Great Father Energy in our material egoic form. We get to choose, am I going to stay blocked and locked because there's a conspiracy against me starting with my mother my siblings my father, my family, my church let's take it as far back as I can even remember there is a conspiracy against me so certainly there is a conspiracy against me now so I operate within those limitations financially, romantically professionally just being in joy with my divinity or do I use this Martian energy that I know exists in me and if I know my birth chart specifically how it works within me see for me this is a very karmic energy because it's in my sixth house our houses are based on where the sun was on the horizon in the city from the city on the horizon, which is east, where the sun was on the eastern horizon at that exact moment we were born, what sign was it in? The sun travels through all the signs throughout the day. And there was a sign that the sun was in. Whatever sign the sun was in is your first house. Not everybody's first sign is Aries. Thank God for that. See, there's a divine order. <laughs> You know, and that's called our rising. That's the sign that the sun was rising on, the ascendant. 
And for me, my sixth house, which is the karmic house, with regard to your daily life, how that karma plays out in every day, how you have to get up and earn those energy points that you need to survive this material plane. How do you do that? And everybody has a unique way that we do that based on that house and other karmic factors such as where Saturn is placed, which filters all of us with that young symbol into the physical realm. It travels from the cosmos like a fallen star into the earth. That's where that symbol comes from. But it's one little ray off of that soul sun, which is your sun sign. It's one ray. Why? Because it's us, uniquely us. And so where Saturn is in the chart, that planet, when we're born, that tells us the nature of the karma. Okay, and so the sixth house is how we do it. And so for me, that is a strong Martian house energy. And when Mars goes retrograde for me, that means that my daily life needs to completely come under reflection with regard to how's it working for you? How's your daily life working for you in terms of your aspirations? How is it effectively fulfilling those aspirations? Because now you have some strong Saturnal energies aspecting that with this Pluto-Saturn conjunction and with the placement of Saturn generally on the planet causing limitations. That's Saturn. It's the filter. It makes us get to the freaking point where these huge souls that have had many lifetimes and it has to be filtered into that one little star, that that one little ray of your soul. The soul is at many lives. That sun, that's why the sun is the brightest star. And that is above, so below within us. But there's one little ray that's going to be expressed each lifetime. It's coming from the same sun. So there is the through line, but each time it has to be filtered through Saturn. And Saturn determines how much energy we have. And we have to report to Saturn just like we have to report to a manager at work or anyone that is a direct filter to those resources in our lives. It could be a parent. It could be a child. It could be anyone who is that represents that energy. It could be a bank. It could be managing a trust. It could be anything that is your focus for your daily bread and how you interact with that. And so for me specifically, just like you would want to know specifically for your chart, you see how it begins to have different um, strokes and colors and shades and, you know, how it expresses itself. And that's why we talk about great mother energy, that lunar energy. And so we want to get more into that as we consider our choices in how we perceive ourselves and therefore how we perceive the world, how great mother lunar energy comes into play as we are experiencing this Mars retrograde that is really making us face some heart issues 
in our lives, what is really giving my life meaning, what really makes me feel alive, what really makes me feel and experience love, happiness, and wholeness. As we come through this crucible of sincerity, we are realizing that there is a tremendous amount of support throughout this process. And so let's talk more about great mother lunar energies and pulling it all together and seeing how with just a download from um, the link below, you can chart your birth moment, time and place and see what these energies are saying and supporting you. I hope we're having fun using our imaginations today. For the first three people who remember the author's name of today's poem receives a free 30-minute Great Mother Speaks Oracle Deck reading. Go to greatmotherspeaks.info and be the first three to contact me and you will receive your free 30-minute reading. The Calf Path. Path Path is our poem. Since the beginning of human imagination, the cow, mother cow, Hatar, has been associated with the mother. So the great mother incarnated in the physical form as a cow, the giver of life of both the milk for the baby and the meat for the adult that sacrificial nature of giving up something of value for something of greater value. Conspiracies, paranoia, the fear factor, the instinct of survival has and does serve us well to the extent it supports our divinity, our birthright to be happy, healthy, and whole. So, the calf, in its symbolism of the newborn child, the calf path. A calf walked home as good calves should, but made a trail all bent askew, a crooked trail as all calves do. Since then, two hundred years have fled, and I infer the calf is dead. But still he left behind his trail, and thereby hangs my moral tale. The trail was taken up next day by a lone dog that passed that way, and then a wise bellwether sheep pursued the trail air veil and steep and drew the flock behind him too as good bellwethers always do and from that day o'er hill and glade through those old woods a path was made and many men wound in and out and dodged and turned and bent about and uttered words of righteous wrath because twas such a crooked path and still they followed do not laugh the first migrations of that calf and through this winding woodway stalked because he wobbled when he walked this forest path became a lane then bent and turned and turned again this crooked lane became a road where many a poor horse with his load toiled on beneath the burning sun 
and traveled some three miles in one. And thus a century and a half they trod the footsteps of that calf. The years passed on and swiftness fled. The road became a village street. And this before men were aware, a city's crowded thoroughfare. And soon the central street was this of a renowned metropolis. And men two centuries and a half tread in the footsteps of that calf. Each day a hundred thousand root followed the zigzag calf about. And o'er his crooked journey went the traffic of a continent. A hundred thousand men were led by one calf near three centuries dead. They followed still his crooked way and lost one hundred years in a day. For thus such a reverence was lent to well-established precedent. A moral lesson this might teach were I ordained to preach. For men are prone to go in blind along the calf paths of the mind and work away from sun to sun to do what other men have done. They follow in the beaten track and out and in and forth and back and still their devious course pursue to keep the path that others do. But how the wise old wood gods laugh who saw the first primeval calf. Aha, many things this tale might teach, but I am not ordained to preach. The Calf Path by Sam Walter Foss. Go to greatmotherspeaks.info. I'll be glad to share the opportunity of enlightened perspective beyond the calf path with you. You're listening to Great Mother Speaks. For those who are not very familiar with astrology, for those of us who are not familiar with astrology, don't worry. All you need is your imagination. The only energy exchange for anything that has to do with Great Mother, and this is how you always know Great Mother, the still small voice of the Holy Spirit energy, our intuition. It's always very gentle, and the only energy exchange there is is our willingness, our readiness, and our ability, whatever that may be within us where we're able, where we're ready, exactly how willing we are for us just to open up those channels to receive it. Because the energy exchange is her pumping into us more love. <laughs> that's the energy exchange. We just got to open up the stops. <laughs> that, that's, our, that's our duty. <laughs> that's all we have to do. And that's why I'm so enthusiastic about this message of what Great Mother speaks to us. It is such a loving energy. And if we could only open up those stops to the best of our ability each and every day, each and every moment, just 
as we get caught up in the scenarios of conspiracy and illusion and all that stuff that is the dominant vibration on the planet. We're in it. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. This is the teaching of the Christ consciousness. This is not new. (laughs) We are of the cosmos. We are from out of this world. We are not of this world. That's a very important distinction. That's what Christ said. Um, Either way it go, of this world, for this world, for this world, from this world, because you know it's been many translations of what he said. And many are saying, if he ever said it, at this particular juncture of our Pluto and Sagittarius in the Vedic, You know, Pluto is the destroyer in order to create. It's the pulling the whole root from the ground planet. That's the energy it is. And luckily, it is what is called an outer planet. So it's not a personal planet in the sense of Mercury, Mars, that we just talked about, Venus, Jupiter, Saturn. It is, and of course the moon and the sun, it's an energy that when we're born, it is it determines the generational energy. Okay, not our personal energy, but what's going on on the planet, like the music of our generation, the movies of our generation, the names that children were given in our generation, um, how we dance, the books that we wrote, all of those cultural signatures that changed. Because every generation, there is a change, and it's flavoring, isn't it? That's Pluto. Okay, and so each generation has its own Pluto. It does show up in our birth chart, and it's always the place in our birth chart that causes the most havoc in our personal lives. (laughs) You can look at where Pluto is in your chart and pretty much know that, yes, this is the place in my life that gives me the most heartache if I am talking about heartbreak. You know, this is the place in my life where I'm never satisfied. I'm just never satisfied in this place. It could be relationship. It could be finances. And, and some people, you know, have many, many things that you know they could say. But again, how much of that is Pluto? Well, it's really one aspect because there's only one Pluto, okay? But, of course, Saturn, the filterer, you know, has its aspects of what we would perceive as negativity and we do until we understand but everything is a bottleneck for us to pop the cork on you know we can pop the cork on these things but we're not willing many times we're not able we just don't see the value of leaving the devil we know for one that we don't know. We just don't. We're not able to see that until we are ready to see that. And many people are getting ready to see that the choices to maintain the old devil and all that means, the philosophy, the way of life, the music, the dance, the everything to maintain that channel of energy 
Is it worth it? Does it fulfill me? Does it make me feel like a divine child, a great mother, father, God? Or is it pulling me back from that? And taking responsibility for that is what these times are all about. So what support is available? I'm a divine child of the great mother, father, God. A divine child of the great mother, father, God. I'm a divine child. So what support is available on that base, dense material sensory level for us to have at this time with regard to great mother well of course great mother energy is represented by the moon it is our shades our shine it is our internal emotional gauge of passive detachment to turn up passion you know, and it is a gauge that is determined much like the phases of the moon within us uniquely based on our moon sign and the house our moon was in at the time of our birth. Exactly how were in the exact degrees were the sun and the moon. Okay, and they were shining from what planets? An aspect, and they were in what signs themselves. The sun may have been in Leo, the moon may have been in Scorpio. Who knows? But that snapshot of the birth chart that can say, okay, this is your sweet spot emotionally. This is your, where you really feel healthy, happy, and whole. For you, when the energies are expressing this way, around the time of your birthday, maybe, okay, or around the time of the full moon, because you were born in a full moon phase in that particular sign, okay? What is it for you? And based on that foundational understanding of who we are uniquely in our cosmic calculus, we can determine in what phase of the moon in particular signs we can expect certain results. Because the lunar phases simply represent the phase from seeding to manifestation of the seed to the deterioration of the plant back into the ground to reseed itself. Those are the lunar phases. And the moon is the fasting traveling of the planets. Actually, it is considered a satellite for that very reason. It doesn't act like the other planets. It is a helicopter mom to Earth. <laughs> And it is always reflecting the light of the sun upon it in exactly the way her babies need. And she determines how fast she goes. Okay, that's why we don't know. It's 28, 30 days, depending on how she's feeling. It's mostly 29 if we need an average. You know, uh, she, you know, some years she's going to be longer in this nakshatra than in other years, which is a further um, divisional aspect of your moon sign. Not every moon sign acts the same way, born in the same uh, phase of the moon. 
they have certain characteristics that are very much alike, but that's not even half of the story. There are other more specific aspects with regard to that when we look at the mythology that represents these aspects as well. And so that's when we get into the intuitive interpretation and knowing great mother's still small voice of intuition that it is always gentle, nourishing, and only requiring us to be willing, able, and ready to receive that love that we can step by step build that intuition, which is built through our own trust of it, and experience with it, that that becomes more of the focus. The divinity begins to be more easily expressed as a result of that opening up and receiving. And the heartbreak suddenly becomes the heart opening. Now we're at the heart chakra above the gut chakra governed by Mars, ruled by Venus. And we can begin to look more closely now at a different level of the cycle of the ream going up in this lifetime. We begin to evolve our understanding of our desire that Mars is here to fulfill. So we're back to great mother, father, God energy expressed with Venus now, the daughter, and Mars. We start with the mother-son energy, the mother-child energy, and then we go to the brother-sister energy, the beginning of a real companionship with the other that is necessary for us to really access that open heart through the reflection of an open heart of the other. See, that's why everybody wants love. Everybody wants to be in a relationship. Everybody wants to have that love, even if it is just for one moment of a fantasy thought. Everyone has that desire at some point. Unless that is not something that is set up in our unique cosmic calculus that says that's not serving our soul evolution at this time. We have had enough of that, thank you very much, to the degree that it's time to be open to letting that go and looking at some other wheelhouses here, okay? So it's a very beautiful journey. I hope I've been helpful in you understanding about this Mars retrograde now until around mid-November. And it is a period that is full of this deep inner reflection and what that perhaps may mean for you in your birth chart. If you click the link below, you can get yours and kind of take a look at those signs and stuff. And you can Google videos about it and whatnot. Um, You know, just put your sign and what house it's in and see what resonates with you about Mars. And, you know, also search your house and, 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 and just begin to familiarize yourself or sign up for a reading at greatmotherspeaks.info. And we can look at that. But if nothing else, that listening, you've gotten an idea about your divinity and the energy 
at your disposal to choose between conspiracy and divinity. Thank you so much for listening. But above all and most of all, remember, Great Mother loves you, and I do too. You're listening to Great Mother Speaks. <laughs>